In this video, I want to talk about a couple of the biggest problems I see men having with attracting and maintaining attraction with women and break them down a bit so you can gain a better understanding of how to navigate these issues and prevent yourself from falling into the same traps as everyone else. Now, the first one has to do with not understanding the dynamics of polarization and polarity when it comes to attraction. And there's two different points I want to make under this one. The first is regarding polarization. And from talking to a variety of guys about their dating struggles on one-on-one -on -one calls and in person, I've noticed one of the most common issues is timidity and playing it safe. Now, I used to have this problem a bit when I was younger and I'd aim to be likable and polite, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because the goal isn't to be a dick either. It's just that I was a bit too passive and played it too safe. People will say girls love guys that are dickheads, but there's more to it than that. That statement is just too simplified. It's not necessarily the bad treatment that's attractive, it's more so the traits that those types of men exude and the fact that the man is acting in a way that signals on some level that he's higher value than her. It's just that it's a negative form of signaling. Guys like that are also usually higher testosterone guys that aren't afraid of taking risks and have a strong masculine polarity to them, which I'll get into later. But one of the most prominent elements of a guy like that is that he isn't worried about how he comes off to other people and if he has their approval or not. He speaks his mind and that will be endearing to some people and hated by others, but the end result is that he is polarizing. You either love him or you hate him, and that's a good spot to be in rather than having someone be lukewarm about you. Because the opposite of love isn't hate, the opposite of love is indifference, and if a woman is lukewarm or indifferent about whether you stay or you go, you're going to be in for a very bad time. You want to attract the people that appreciate your qualities, your viewpoints, and align with who you truly are as a person, and you want to repel the people that clash with you in a negative way. By the way, this is also how it works with creating content and starting a YouTube channel or a Twitter account or anything social media-wise. You want to share your experiences and opinions in a way that attracts more like-minded people while not caring about haters and naysayers. Those negative people aren't your targeted audience anyway. It's about connecting with the people that appreciate you. And the way that translates to dating is you don't want to attract women that are a bad fit and will want to argue with you and be difficult to deal with and not align with your values as a man and be lukewarm toward you. You want to have a strong filtration system set up that naturally excludes the women that will be a problem for you down the road or even in the short term. So because of that, it's better to be polarizing than being generic. And I've noticed a lot of guys will end up falling into the generic category more often than not. They tend to be honed in on having the girl like them by acting a certain way that they have mapped out in their head or tiptoeing around certain topics of discussion or not teasing the girl because it could be offensive, things like that. And they're essentially adopting this mindset that we learned from childhood, that if I'm good, I'll be rewarded. Parents typically have this approach with their kids growing up and schools enforce the same thing. Just be a good boy and you'll get good things. But social dynamics and attraction doesn't work this way. And again, let me emphasize that the point isn't to be a dickhead because you heard girls like that somewhere. The point is not to be rude or annoying. The point is to become fearless in expressing who you are as a man and not being afraid to take risks. So in practice, what this looks like is not being afraid to disagree or express a differing opinion while talking to a girl or tease her about something because so many guys are afraid to disagree or tease at all. And they end up just becoming another guy in the girl's viewpoint. And if you talk to women about their dating experiences, they tend to view a lot of guys as just kind of blending together into the category of not being notable. And then maybe one or two guys might stand out over the last five years. And those are the guys that they're mentally hooked on for years to come. The idea with polarization is that it naturally separates you from the pack in a way that is genuine rather than putting on a fake act. Because when polarization is implemented correctly, it's just an expression of your fearless self at your core. 
It's you speaking your mind without being overly invested in the outcome. It's the most authentic version of you that isn't afraid of judgment or messing up. So as an example of this, over the summer, I met up with a girl at a bar for a drink and her outfit was more casual than it was dressy. It was more of like a street style aesthetic than a nice outfit you'd wear to a club or something, which was fine given the circumstance, but it gave me an opportunity later to say something about it because of how much girls worry about their appearance. So later on in the date, she made a comment that she liked my outfit and that I was dressed up. And in reality, I wasn't really dressed up per se. It's more so a bit of an illusion of just putting an outfit together that flows nicely because it's another area that most guys don't put effort into. So girls aren't used to seeing it. If you put some effort into your style, you can stand out pretty easily. It doesn't take much to stand out with your style as a man because simple things coordinated correctly tend to look the best. But anyway, when she gave me that compliment, I said, thanks, I appreciate it. <laughs> and then I said, maybe my outfit will motivate you to put a little more effort in next time. And I smirked a bit as I said it to indicate that I was messing with her, but it's also one of those comments that sounds like it has a large element of truth to it because again, women are typically focused on looking attractive on a first date. So her eyes got wide and she like slapped me and you know, play slapped me and said I was a dick and she couldn't believe that I said that. And let me explain a few things about that comment. Number one is that making a comment like that takes calibration or being able to read the room. She had a personality that was intelligent with quick wit. So she was quick to throw out teasing of her own at times. And when we first started talking, she had tested me a few ways by making comments that tested my resolve. She wanted to see if she could move me. And when she couldn't, she gained respect. So because of her willingness to do that, it made sense for me to return fire at some point, but the timing had to be right, which is another video in itself, honestly. But in general, I teased this girl during moments that she didn't expect it. I wasn't doing it right after she made an attempt herself because that can look like you're offended sometimes. Instead, I would catch her off guard and she later commented that she respected the fact that I could give it back to her because most guys were boring in the sense that they either didn't get her sense of humor or they were very dry and just played it safe. And as a side note, the more intelligent a girl is, the more mental stimulation they usually need in terms of conversation, banter, and wit. Internal game is amplified even more than usual. So keep that in mind if you come across that type of girl. They aren't super common, but when you come across them, your verbal and mental game needs to be sharp because material and physical attributes aren't going to carry you alone. And oftentimes they look down on guys trying to swoon them with those things. Those types of girls drown guys in the mental and verbal game all the time and they tend to get bored easily because of it. But another way you can be polarizing with teasing is by disqualifying the girl based off something she likes but you don't. So for example, I'd gone out with a girl and she ordered vodka cranberry and when I heard her order it, I said something along the lines of, oh no, you're a vodka cran girl. And I looked at my watch and I was like, I, you know, I'm gonna have to get going. And from there she laughed nervously and she asked what was bad about that. And she started talking about how she also likes tequila and other drinks too, not just, you know, vodka cran. And situations like this are good because it keeps a playful vibe going, but it also shows that she may not be up to your standard in a playful way. And in that specific example, she essentially started qualifying herself as to why she isn't the kind of girl that I was implying she was by her drink choice. And anytime you have a girl qualifying herself to you, that's a great indicator of interest on her part. Now teasing is just one way of being polarizing, but you have to be careful to not overdo it and get the timing right. Other ways of being polarizing could include confidently talking about your hobbies and interests and your passion for those things, sharing personal stories that help deepen the connection and conversation, which is a big one that guys miss, 
respectfully disagreeing with certain points and just thinking of thought-provoking questions and topics of discussion that make her think a bit beyond the normal stuff that guys talk about. With conversation in general, you want to think about going deeper rather than wider. But now with polarity in itself in the context of dating and attraction, it's basically the idea that opposites attract. Polarity is a topic that you can go in depth on, so consider this a basic overview. But the idea is that if she's feminine, she's attracted to the masculine. If she's gentle and soft, she typically wants a man capable of being rough and rugged. If she's petite and feminine, she wants a strong man that can protect her. If she's highly emotional, she's most likely attracted to a man who is stable. So keep this in mind when you're interacting with a woman. She's generally going to be attracted to her opposite traits because that's what we find attractive as humans on a biological level. This is why the toxic type of guy comes off attractive as well. Those types of guys usually have a strong masculine polarity to them. It's not necessarily the idea that treating someone like their garbage is attractive. It's the masculine traits they exude that is the hook and also the fact that those traits signal higher value in some regard, even though it's being displayed in a negative sense, which I don't necessarily recommend. And with polarity as a masculine man, you don't want a masculine woman because those polarities clash. It's just two of the same thing. Just like with a battery, you need a positive and a negative to get a charge. If you have two of the same thing, you don't get power. And with attraction, if a man acts feminine with a feminine woman, she's not gonna be attracted to that. So if you've been struggling with dating, check yourself from time to time and ask yourself if you're acting and speaking in a way that is more attractive to the feminine or to the masculine. And really the key is just tapping into who you are at your masculine core. It's about being in touch with your masculine nature. It's already programmed within you. The feminine is more soft, gentle, and nurturing, so if you're getting sappy with a girl after the first or second date, you can bet that she's gonna be turned off by that. Not only are you doing too much too soon, you're destroying the polarity that makes you attractive in the first place. You're emulating the traits that she already has rather than what she's attracted to. And polarity can also take other forms like energy levels. If a girl is more high energy, oftentimes she'll be attracted to a man who's more calm and cool. Again, there's more to this topic, but opposites generally attract. Now shifting gears a little bit, the other thing that I've noticed is that guys tend to overvalue the typical self-improvement elements. And I touched on this a bit in the last video about the value illusion, but I wanna expand a bit more on this. The thing to really hammer in your head is that women are looking for you to take them on an emotional experience and ignite a feeling within them that other guys do not. Most guys are either boring and generic, like I said before, or they ramble on about their accomplishments and their income, or they just try to get by on looking good. And if you've ever been to any bars, clubs, or parties, you'll know exactly what I mean. Some of the best looking guys end up standing in a corner all night while a more average looking dude tears it up because he's just really good socially. In fact, a couple years back, I was shooting some videos for some EDM DJs and there was a guy that I met that was friends with one of the DJs and he was just a really cool guy. He had a good vibe about him and he was just really social with everybody when we would pregame before the shows and afterwards at the after parties. And in terms of looks, he wouldn't stand out in a crowd. He was probably 5'8 at most and he had an average build and style, but he was so good with talking to people that every single time we were at a club, I always saw him with a girl at the end of the night and sometimes multiple girls throughout the night. And I've known other guys like this growing up too, and they all had the same thing in common. They weren't afraid to initiate conversation with new people and their game didn't seem like game necessarily. It just came across as good social skills. It wasn't an act or something they were forcing. They were the type of guy that both men and women wanted to be around. And this is the type of level that you wanna to get to. And when you stack the outward improvements on top, like maximizing your looks and your style and improving your financial status, those things just amplify your attractiveness. But you cannot be attractive beyond the first glance without those social skills and those internal game attributes. You may be attractive from a distance, but as soon as a girl gets beyond that, you'll get crushed 
crushed if you're lacking those internal attributes. The other thing about those types of guys that I referenced before is that they're always fun to be around. They aren't stoic robots or weird, and they always have a cool vibe to them. Like they're just having a good time, hanging out, talking and enjoying life. They never seem like they're overly invested in anything and they definitely don't seem like they're in their head analyzing their own behavior and trying to act a certain way. They simply flow and embrace their own masculine nature. And that vibe is powerful, like nuclear powerful. That vibe is everything when it comes to attracting women because women ultimately want to have fun without pressure. And the same thing goes for maintaining attraction. A lot of guys they come across will either be dry and generic, like I mentioned before, or they'll swing the other way and be too serious or get jealous and angry easily. They're more of a liability than an asset to the girl's life. And it's not only boring, it's depressing. The thing is that feminine energy in general is at its best when it can fully relax and follow the lead of the masculine. And if a man is a downer to be around or stressed out himself, she can't open up. And really it's the same thing if you were hanging out with another guy and he just bores you to tears or he's just so in his head he can't enjoy the moment ever. Eventually you just be like, you know, get me out of here. I don't want to hang out with this guy. And it's the, it's the same thing with women. And in a similar vein, guys will often say that women like toxic men more than guys that are good to them. And the reason for that is that the toxic guy makes her feel something which is better than feeling nothing like the guy who just plays it safe again guys do this too we are often attracted to the wild crazy hot girl more than we are attracted to the good girl who just sits there with her hands folded and doesn't have much to say our brains are wired to be intrigued by emotional spikes and excitement and this is amplified even more so in women this is also why if you feel like you're screwing up with women and just need to make more money or get more status you're focused on the wrong things. I mean, go ahead and get the money and the status. It won't hurt and it will help with attracting more women, but don't fool yourself into thinking that it'll make you better with women. Attracting women and being good with women are two different things. And it actually reminds me of when I was powerlifting in the past and there was all these different training philosophies. Some guys believe that if you just built up all the muscles involved in the bench press, like your chest, shoulders, and your triceps, you'd have a bigger bench press. But the truth is that most guys just needed to bench press more and get better at benching. It's not that having a bigger chest, shoulders, and triceps doesn't help. They absolutely do. But in the context of getting better at powerlifting and bench pressing specifically, you need to practice a lot of benching to hone your technique to get better at benching. It's a very similar thing with women. Guys will overemphasize the self-improvement aspects and ignore the fact that they just need to interact with a ton of women consistently over time in order to better understand female psychology and themselves and hone those social skills into a fluid presentation that becomes second nature. Again, don't get me wrong, the self-improvement absolutely matters, but for other reasons. Adding two inches to your arms and getting a new Porsche won't make up for the fact that when you date hot women, you get attached quickly and you start blowing up her phone all the time. Understand that attraction is a feeling that is internally stimulated by your communication, both verbally and with your body language. It's not a logical evaluation that the woman conducts where she goes, well, he makes $300,000 a year, he has a nice car, therefore he's attractive. Instead, she's simply going to react to the feeling you inspire in her. And more often than not, guys do not inspire an attractive feeling in a woman. And once again, this is the same thing with guys interacting with each other. If you make $10 million a month, you look like a Greek god and you drive a Lamborghini, but I think you're a dick. I couldn't care less about your income or your physique or your accomplishments. I don't want to be around you, period. And the same goes for women. As a man, you must reprogram your mind to value the external attributes and work on them, but understand that the true value of attraction is going to come from what women value, which is your ability to communicate and inspire feeling that other men cannot. 
She wants to feel protected by a strong, secure, masculine man, and she wants to have a good time with him while establishing emotional connection. And that can be done on a $50,000 a year salary while driving a Honda Civic. So reframe your value system and take note of what guys around you are doing who are successful with women. I'd be willing to bet on average they aren't Greek gods with Ferraris, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't aim for the Greek god physique in the Ferrari. Just understand the role that they play. Anyway, if you want to book a one-on-one -on -one call with me, check the links in the description, sign up for the newsletter, and I would greatly appreciate it if you gave the show a rating here on the platform, and I will see you in the next one.